What's good, everyone? Nigel Marcellus here. Welcome to another episode of the Nigel Marcellus interview series. You know, this is built off vulnerability, meaningful conversation, and enlightenment, being able to enlighten different people who are listening. Um, today, we have a very, very special guest. For all the people out there who feel as if, you know, the things that you put out don't necessarily hit, I want y'all to know the way I found this individual was randomly scrolling through TikTok. That TikTok algorithm goes crazy. I saw that what they was doing. It was fire. It was dope. I looked more into the page, looked more into the music. And I was like, yo, we gotta, we have to get her on here. We have very special guest, Frenchie. What's up? How are you? Hey, I am good. Like I told you, I'm having a good day. <laughs> it's a good day. We, we love great. good days over here. Right. We love great days, but I'm good. I'm just excited to 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 finally be in this interview and finally being able to chop it up with you. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm happy like that you're here. For the people who don't know, we had this like pre-conversation during the weekend and that conversation mm -hmm. was so fire. We were like, damn, we probably should have hit record on that one. But you know, <laughs> it's even better when you get to do it twice. And this yeah. is definitely going to be a friend in the room, a regular in the building. So as I continue to grow, you are definitely going to see her, hear her, um, get to know her a lot more. But as of right now, for all the people who don't know you, Frenchie, how would you describe yourself? Who are you? Um, I always feel like I am something that you need to experience, just not hear about. But mm -hmm. um, I would say like just uh, all around dope energy, dope entertainer. Uh, like I, I really do genuinely feel like I'm a vibe that you should experience. Like it's even when it comes down to like somebody may be seeing a video or, you know, hearing a song, it's just like, even if you love that, I still feel like you got to see me perform or like something, you know, cause I just feel like it, um, it's like hard to explain mm -hmm. me. I can say cool. Everybody can say cool. But then when you finally experience me, we have a conversation, you're like, yeah, she really cool. She actually, <laughs> what she said she was. But I just think like all around dope energy, amazing entertainer and just down to earth like you know really grounded authentic all those cliche things but like I hate saying it because I just don't like talking about myself I just like being myself you know yeah, <laughs> so, absolutely yeah. no I get that and first of all like you say it's cliche but it's so real and like I from our first conversation that was something that like radiated from the jump it's like yo you're just a genuine authentic person and somebody who's like really loving, really supportive, really like about what you're passionate about. And I think that's something that like really had me gravitate to you. And I think what's so dope yeah. too, is like you're very, very versatile. So you do the singing, you know, you can do the songwriting. We were talking about some of the future ideas that you wanted. You are in fitness, you do fashion, model, like, yo, yeah, you <laughs> everything. Like, yeah, how did, yeah. like, where did, what's your like, first love or like the first passion the first thing that kind of like opened your eyes to like yo I can be this creative multi-talented individual um it started with music and it started with music because my mother you know is a singer you know she uh sang you know with a few groups but she was like in church uh my grandmother was a singer my aunt was a singer my mother's father was a singer. Like my grandfather was a singer. My dad's a guitarist. So it just mm. really was one of those things like growing up in um, a family and then my brothers all, also do music. 
you know, then my aunts, like my nephew, <laughs> uh, her uh, sons do music. So it just was like being a, a brought up in a family that's basically musically inclined. I didn't really have a choice but to do music. Mm -hmm. But um, being able to, you know, my mom would sing with me in the car. It just was like, it felt like home. It felt like a thing that I, it just was easy for me. Mm -hmm. Like doing harmonies, my mom would leave it to me. She was like, it went from, you know, me doing harmonies and singing harmony, making you sing harmony with me, me in the car to you teaching me harmonies. And it just was like, once I was doing it and it became constant, even though it was in church, my mom let us listen to R&B. Like I told you my dad was a guitarist. Mm -hmm. and he, he played like a lot of R&B and being able to see different artists perform. And like I told you, I, well, I didn't say it, but I love to dance as well. But like, but seeing a different artists perform like Janet Jackson's Aaliyah, like seeing them and knowing that I have that same type of talent is what it ignited that flame. It was just like, I think I really want to, think I want to do this because I could see myself doing it. I used to ma imagine myself in Janet's position and Aaliyah's position as a kid. Like I used to be like, I sing, I love how this sounds and I identify with this and this is what I want to do. So it just, was, it started that. Like I rambled a little bit, but that's just basically how it happened. Yeah. So how would you like describe like the the journey it's been um, really just pursuing music? Because I know for some people, um, creative careers are one of those things that it's it's not easy, right? Like even mm -hmm. in like me trying to become a talk show, talk show host, there's not like a clear cut path for this, right? You have to like mm -hmm. bounce around. A lot of times you're figuring out things as you go. There's so many different ways to make it. So for you, like, what has it been like really just navigating this whole journey? Um, been very interesting. But um, uh, getting into music uh, is like I started off writing from my brother. Like, I've been writing, I want to say, my mom gave, uh, so a few years ago, my mom gave me an old composition book. Uh, and this is when I was in middle school. Mm -hmm. And it had, like, all, all of these unfinished, R&B lyrics in there like that I wrote and some of them it was so funny to see that some of the stuff I wrote back then like as like a seven year old is still some of the stuff that I put into my songs now it's wow. freak it's very weird because what was my little seven six year old self doing <laughs> <laughs> writing that but it was just like a thing of like I've been writing for that long and I didn't have the confidence to pursued like the full artistry at first so I just my cousins were dancing like when we were younger so I just leaned to more like more towards dance because you know like it's crazy because I really did so much I cheer was a cheerleader too as a kid so this is going to sound really a lot but it's just like I cheerlead too so being in that room and dancing already it just was like this is easier to pursue because it wasn't like I was in music school that mm -hmm. was pushing me to do that it just was like I ain't had nothing pushing me in the avenue outside of church. So dance was easier because I was already in that realm and I was pushing in that. But then when my brother became an artist, I was writing his stuff, mm -hmm. writing some of his stuff. And then the more and more I kept doing it for him, my love for it just was like, this is what I really want to do. But how do I even do it? Like, how do yeah. I even get into, it? you know, like, and I've, finally made a decision once I got my laptop I started recording myself just practicing little harmonies and stuff like that and um around 
2012 is when I was like, I think I, I want to try on this. And then, you know, I stepped out on faith. I just, as nervous as I was, I believed in myself. And it just was like, because I already was dancing, was on stage a few times, even though you don't have to talk, you just got to dance. It's just mm -hmm. like, okay, I'm halfway there. I stepped out on faith and pursued being an artist. I recorded myself and I ended up putting out my first project. Like, mm -hmm. And I want to say a good 85% of the song of the songs were were stuff that I just I wrote by myself and recorded by myself. Mm. And and first first performance ended up being at the TLA. Wow. Which is a yeah, a TLA. First performance ended up being at the TLA. Crazy, right? But um starting from there and then like per, just I just continued to pursue it. And of course it came with like bumps in the road and you know Pursuing this thing is is like it, it's fast for some, it's gonna be slow for others. Mm. And but it didn't deter me at all. So it just like I said, if some bumps in the road, you meet people, the industry ain't always exactly what it seemed. Some people, you know, I have a different type of style from what you would usually hear. So most people is just like, oh, talk about this or do this, or talk about, you know, sex and do this, or mm. make something like I, you killed this uh, Kalani song or a Tiana Teller song. And I'm just like, oh, there's, there's already a Kalani. There's already a Tiana Teller, like, mm -hmm. but there's not a Frenchie. So, like, pursuing this has been, like, good. Could be discouraging, but believing in yourself is really what's going to keep your, like, your job going. So, mm -hmm. got into it, been pursuing it since then. Of course, took a break just to figure it out because I did end up being in a group. That's what I was like, this, this, my story is crazy. <laughs> and doing a group for a few years, but that didn't feel right just because I wasn't being myself. Yeah. And then um, I took a break and now I am here. Like I ended up coming back out and just trying to pursue it again. But um, holding strong to who I am and mm -hmm. not letting any distractions get in the way, you know? Yeah, something I heard like that you were talking about is like this importance of being able to believe in yourself and being able mm -hmm. to have the confidence to pave your own lane because there's already so many other people who are already in these certain lanes that might not speak to you and not might might not speak to your calling, right? Mm -hmm. That's something that again, that takes incredible confidence. Believe in yourself even despite the obstacles and the adversities you face can be very hard, very discouraging at times. And like, mm -hmm. what, how were you able to really like lock in into believing in yourself? Because I know there, there were probably a lot of moments where, you know, you probably was like, man, is this really for me? Or do I really want to do this? Or should I continue this? How did you kind of like find it in yourself to find that inner belief? All right. I'm going to, I'm going to get real, 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 real with you. So, uh, when I say, like, I knew as a kid I really wanted to do it, God told me that I would be doing this. Mm. And anytime that I would doubt or get this a little discouraged, it was because I stepped outside of what God had already told me. Mm -hmm. So it was just like, if God already told me this, like, and I'm saying I'm not from a thing of, oh, you're going to be doing secular music, but no, just being an artist and being inspired. Mm -hmm. You know, and being being a change a life changer, an atmosphere changer as well. 
if God told me this and I need to do it this way that God said, like, I shouldn't be changing up who I am and doing this or stepping outside this or listening to what this person said if God already told me this. Mm. So it's just like believing in myself, but me believing what God already told me about me and my path and me doing music and, you know, the other things that I do. So it's just like anytime that, like I said, it was a doubt. It might have been me being impatient or me getting frustrated with hearing, you should switch it up or you should do this. And it's just like every time it was something of change, it wasn't like a criticism. It was a thing of changing who I am as an artist mm-hmm. it wasn't like oh yeah try this out it's like no do this with this what this person's already doing or do this and this is the songs that they're already making but it was never like you let's enhance on who you are you know let, let's build on the, like your artistry it was always like oh yeah listen listen to this and do this and do this and do this so like sticking and being able to believe in myself is always reverting back to, like I said, what God initially told me. Mm-hmm. And God already told me who I am and gave me my path already. And I should just got back to sticking with that. Yeah. yeah. No, I love that. Because I think like, again, like if, if it's that's one of those things that like you really believe and you really understand to be your calling, then mm-hmm. you really got to see that through. And I think sometimes mm-hmm. like, especially in this era where like, you see so many people doing it so many different ways. It's so mm-hmm. easy to like, copy everybody else's flow or copy everybody else's doing in order mm-hmm. to get like more clicks. But I think like what you said even earlier is that sometimes that's like a slower process to get to where you want it. But I yeah. feel like even in that slow process, like it's still a lot more authentic. And it also means more when you get to that place because mm-hmm. like you understand like how much time and effort and blood, sweat and tears and the high mm-hmm. lows it takes to even just get to those places. Yeah. And and also not being per, like easy to persuade. Like, I'm glad that I can't even sit here in front. I'm glad that my journey went the way that it did because I have a way better understanding. So, you know, you watch people go through it in the industry. Like you always hear hearing something about them stressed out, quitting, blah, blah. And like, or they doing something like wild now, you just like, mm-hmm. dang, you know, I'm at a place where if it ain't aligned with what I'm doing, no. And I'm okay with it because I'm not all about money anyway. You know, like that's not what my calling is about. The money going to be there, but I rather make the money the right way, you mm-hmm. know, because, you know, I got purpose attached to what I'm doing. I'm not out here just trying to be famous just because it's easy to be seen. Go out there and act the fool. Go out there and so whatever you got, you know, it's easy to be seen, but I want to be seen in the right way. And I want to be doing the right thing. I ain't saying out here trying to be perfect. I just say, I want to do things the right way. That's it. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's just like, I, I'm in a headspace where I'm good regardless. Like, yeah. I don't need to be out here doing what everybody else is doing. I'm good. Like, my <laughs> mental is, is stable and I want to make it like my way. So with that being said, like, what do you feel like your purpose is? Um, uh, my as I said before, like, but I I could some stuff I can't say just because it's, it's you know it's my personal thing with God. But as far as uh what I give to the world, anytime I've had an account an encounter, like because I did ministry at church as well, but it's always a healing aspect. 
Like mm. I meet a lot of people and it'll I'll be able to talk them through their stuff even though I haven't experienced it. And I, I'm able to help heal help heal them or at least lead them in the right direction. My energy, you know, trumps their negative energy and turns it around. You mm. know, I feel like God has me as a healer. God has me as a like I said, an atmosphere changer too. Like I brighten up your energy and it's not just with a Hey, how you doing? Face my like no, it's really the energy that God gave you. You know, so mm-hmm. I definitely feel that I'm a way of a direction for some people. Yo, I love that. Atmosphere changing to me is like such a bar. Like <laughs> that right there, that that that's heavy. That that's a heavy hitter. Um yeah. with this like with healing, right? Because I think we again like social media somehow like is making like this idea of healing. Um, mm-hmm. that's a big topic but like the actual work of healing is not typically being discussed and just like mm-hmm. for you, from like it could be whether it's in music mental health self-care in any kind of capacity like what does healing look like for you how do you essentially take care of yourself especially during like the low moments or the struggles what does healing look like for you uh healing to me isn't getting over the things that you've gone through or the things that you you know experience it's honestly getting through it mm. and for me like let's say i'm feeling sad today let's say today wasn't a good day even though it's a great day but um understanding why i feel that way getting to the root of it and being able like i said to to get through it so if i'm not feeling the greatest today and i'm like hey why am I not feeling the greatest today? Like, there's a reason. Oh, because, you know, I missed that bill and, you know, I didn't have the money to pay for it. And, you know, for me not having the money to pay for it, I feel a little, I feel weak. You know, I don't feel established. I'm, and then when I don't feel established, it reminds me of, you know, I'm not where exactly where I, where I need to be. Mm-hmm. You know, but getting to that, and just realizing, like, okay, what do I have to do to get to where I need to be? And sitting with myself, praying about it, asking God for for direction, getting back to the word, and just, you know, sitting sometimes and being able to be with myself, understand that emotion and not letting it overtake me. Mm-hmm. You know, and just realizing that no matter what season you like, when you're in those down seasons, it's really all it's always a way out. There's always a recognizing that there. I'm a I'm an optimistic person. Like I don't even like when people be saying negative stuff. I'll be like, ah, oh, don't don't speak that for you. Don't speak that for me. Like, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I really be like that. I'm like, don't speak that for you. Don't bring that over here. But I'm like, uh, like once I usually, you know, I pray about it. I get the answers that I need because, like, I'm one of them people. Like, I got to, I got to figure it out. I can't stay like this. Mm-hmm. Once you realize, once you keep in your mind that there's always a way out. And you get out, you know, mm-hmm. you get through. Okay, all of a sudden, this this job may uh, uh, present itself. I feel good about this. Let me get let me um get this job, and it always happens on time. It's not when you want it, but on time. Thing mm-hmm. I got, I just got this gig, and shoot, this gig happens to be. It's not even just me getting a regular regular nine to five. This happens to be a gig that I love doing. Let's say it was a teaching da- dance job. Oh. What's the what's the rates? What they pay? Oh, they pay what I want to pay. Oh shoot, 
Now I'm getting, now I got money. Now mm-hmm. I got the job and I'm doing what I love to do, you know, and now I can pay my bills. And now I'm good. But getting to that healing is just understanding that there is a way out of this, but also understanding your emotions and why you feel that way. Once you realize how you, why you feel that way, you can switch. You can turn that switch yeah. on. Like, how do I not get like this again? You know, things won't be such a trigger for you, you know, but it's understanding healing is understanding your emotions and being able to get in control of those emotions and not reacting off of them. So I'm feeling sad. I don't, I want to, some people sit in it. Like I'm feeling sad. So I just want to sit in it, but not too long. And now I'm just feeling sad. Now I'm just playing victim to my emotion. Yeah. Like what you going to do next? You going to keep feeling sad or you going to either pray about it or whatever you do or get up out of it and find your way out. Don't sit there and let those feelings, like I said, trump you, like take you over and just, now I'm just sad. I don't know what to do. No. Why you feel that way? Okay. How can you not feel that way? Mm-hmm. People just don't, most people don't try to find solution in it. But healing is finding solution, you know? And like I said, understanding those emotions and getting through it. Do you feel That's like a lot of people like come to you to kind of like yeah. bang or to like, I, yo, as you were talking, like, yo, the energy you was rating off was like, yeah, nah, there's a lot of people who probably come to her and just like, <laughs> I, I feel that like you definitely got that healing process and like, I mean, that healing presence and not even just that, like. And I'm still learning. And I'm still learning. Yeah. Like, I'm still, but I've gotten good at it. <laughs> I could, yo, I could tell, like, I, you could just feel the like, the positivity, the energy, the like, it's just a safety feeling, you know what I mean? Like the more I'm talking to you, the more I get to it's just like, oh man, like I feel like I could tell you anything. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. That's usually how it goes. Where do you think that comes from? God. Yeah. I can't I can't take credit for it. Mm-hmm. As much as I I would like to. Who don't wanna, you know, <laughs> like, yo, this is me, you know? <laughs> but <laughs> but no, God, you know, because as like there's no way that I'm able to help somebody get through something I never experienced. Mm, mm-hmm. You know, there's no way that I'm sitting here. Listen, I'll I'll tell you this because I don't want to uh, make the interview too long, but I just was at the gym, and um, when I was in there, I was boxing, and um, when I was boxing, it was this kid that was there, super dope. I mean, nice. I mean, you could tell he just was natural. Throwing you, I mean, he was nice. I had to spar him. My, I was offense. He was beating. But it was something that God just was putting on me to tell him. And I hate being, I hate being intrusive. But God, God don't care. It's just like if I can, if I send you to talk to somebody, just do what I say. Sometimes I'll be like, God, do I have to? <laughs> but you got to. But it was just an energy, and I got real warm. And I just was like, I got to talk to him. And I was just around all these people, and I'm like, they probably gonna think I'm weird as ever. But who cares? When when God is telling you to do something, you just gotta do it. Mm-hmm. So I ended up kind of weaseling my way in a conversation. I'm like, so what y'all do outside of boxing? You know, <laughs> just trying to make the conversation cool. I'm like, how y'all doing? Oh yeah, what y'all do outside of boxing? They just talking and like, you know. It was a joke that was said that, like, of the people that they be around. But then I was like, I just couldn't even hold it back no more. I just zeroed down. I said, what you, I said, who you be around? Mm-hmm. And he was like, 
for me? And I was like, yeah. And he was just like, not the right people. And I was like, well, he didn't really say it first. And I was like, because he, he was caught on guard. And I just was like, God telling me to tell you blah, 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 because I don't want to, you know, and to do this and to do that. And they told, like, the people that know him turned up was like, see, man, that's the confirmation. Like, that's what you, yeah. and it was like, and his, and his brother happened to be there. And he was just like, yo, bro. And I had to end up having a side conversation with him. But it was crazy because, you know, it's God talking with you. I don't know him. Mm-hmm. It just was like I had to tell him what I had to tell him. We had that conversation and everything that I was saying was right on point. But it just was, it just be crazy. It's like it's literally yeah. God because I don't know that man. It wasn't just so, well, I ain't no psychic. Like it's just, it was like tell him now. And it just mm-hmm. was like, I don't want to tell him. Like I don't want to, anybody going to think I'm a whole weirdo. I felt so weird at first, but it just was like, Man, you just gotta do what God told you to do. But yeah, it, it's definitely God. Not to make it long, but it's no, nah, that's great. Truthfully, yeah. like, how did how did it feel after? You know what I mean? Like for you, after having that conversation, just being able to like walk away and really like receive that. You know what I mean? Because I think a lot of a lot of times like God talks, but not a lot of people listen. You know what I mean? And then mm-hmm. sometimes when we do listen, we don't actually take the time to really process that that lesson or that thing that we were called to do because we mm-hmm. just keep it moving. So for you, how did you like really get it, be able to like process and understand like, yo, this was, this was bigger than me. And like what this one conversation could have whole changed somebody's whole trajectory. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it was like what you just said, like it's bigger than me. So as weird as I felt and as much as I can't lie, it's like a part of me, the, the spiritual side of me is like, yay, we're, like, we're really, you always ask God, like, what your purpose was and, you know, what your gifts are and, yeah, we're doing it. Then the the earthly me, the earthly side of me is just like, oh, here you go, stepping into somebody's business or <laughs> here you go, looking like a weirdo. Like, this person probably gonna think you crazy. But, like, you know, at, at the end of the day, it's just like, man, if God has for me to tell somebody something that could save their life, just do what you gotta do. So yeah. it's just like putting my pride aside and me stepping out of flesh to do to step into purpose. Mm-hmm. So it just feels like it feels good because you get to help somebody, and that's what I love to do. But then it, like I said, that I'm still working on my my earthly side, where it's like you know, just getting out of getting out of my way and not overthinking things. Mm-hmm. So it's like this person will probably think you crazy because it's not the only time like something that like that has happened to me. Yeah. Like, I'd be catching me up. He'd be like, reach out to that person. I'd be like, no. One time I was like, no. <laughs> like, I really said it out loud. I was mm-hmm. like, no. I was like, no. What happened? I ended up stepping outside and running into that person. Wow. Running into that person. Wow. And then I was just like, talking to him. And then I just was like, I always be trying to segue into it. Yeah. And I just, are you okay? They were like, no, <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> it's too funny, but it, it's funny, but then it's just like I'm still dealing with my emotions getting into that. Yeah. What do you yeah. think you have to do in order to like to get more into that with your emotions? Like what is that uh, next step for you to be a lot more comfortable and be able to like feel like step feel like you can step into that? 
Um, honestly, I'm doing it now. Like I told you, I'm on a fast. So mm-hmm. I'm I started my fast. I feel like this is my third week. When did when did you know Ramadan started? I started like three days before they did. Yeah, I started about like three, maybe three weeks before, about three days before they did, and I'm ending on the twenty first. Oddly, that they're ending, they're on ending on the twenty first too. But I'm on a fast, and this is a more spiritual fast. This is like per like it's more than just clarity. This mm-hmm. is just like what what direction am I going in? But since I've been on this fast and really staying on it as far as the fast, I've been getting to the word more and um just getting a better understanding not only of you know myself but my connection with God and like I said exactly what I'm supposed to be doing making sure I'm on the right path clearing out all negative energy getting rid of whatever ain't supposed to be there just so I can focus because this uh, that situation with the gym happened actually while I was on my face and Mm. even though that's happened like those things have happened to me before this time is different like this time I saw it wasn't just like the feeling it was like I saw Mm -hmm. it you know so Getting into that and stepping into it more is me fasting and kind of clearing out everything, all distractions, so that I can focus on the main thing. Yeah. What do you feel like you've learned about yourself, if you don't mind sharing, as far as like uh, being fast? Whether about yourself, cool. about the world, about social media, about how you navigate your friends, like what do you feel like you, the biggest lesson, um, the biggest takeaway so far? The biggest takeaway. Um, it's like I'm not even gonna lie, I can't share it just just yet, just because um I'm mm-hmm. still on it. You know, I'm still on the fashion, I'm still learning, and I would hate to say something premature. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. and Absolutely. it's I you know, I would hate that. It's like I want to as much as I want to, it's like I don't wanna say that and then it's something totally different by the end of my fast. But I would just say that, you know, um you do gain a lot of clarity and um you see people for who they see things for what they are and um you just learn how to deal with it mm-hmm. you know not like a deal with it like oh it's hard like a, no it's way more graceful like i would say like on on this you learn grace yeah yeah Oof. Now that's yeah. Tough. i feel like a lot of conversations i've been having lately have been dealing with grace and it's so funny that you bring it up mm-hmm. so i was just talking to one of my homegirls about a situation that she's in where she's being like crazy overcritical about herself and she's mm. not giving herself a lot of grace. And I mm-hmm. think a lot of that is because not just for her, but I think for a lot of us, we haven't, we haven't been taught what grace is, right? It's like mm-hmm. it's words that people kind of like throw around and it's like, yeah, give yourself grace. But again, we, we're not taught how to give yourself grace. So what does grace mm-hmm. look like for me? Um, so just like what what does grace mean to you and like how how would you kind of tell somebody or give somebody advice on how to like navigate giving themselves grace? I feel like I feel like uh for me for me Cause I wanna, I don't like speaking until like it is right. But how I give myself grace is being honestly way more patient with myself mm-hmm. and forgiving myself. Cause grace is to give as well, you know. And um, forgiving myself from any mistakes that I've made. Uh, forgiving myself for overthinking, 
-hmm. you know, and thinking myself out of out of things that I should have participated in or, you know, overthinking and driving myself crazy, but giving myself more grace and patience for, you know, my journey. Cause I'm not gonna always figure it out in the first time. Mm -hmm. I'm not always gonna get it right. You know, I'm not always gonna understand, but you know, giving myself a chance to live life and experience things peacefully, you know? So that's me basically giving me grace when it's like, like, you know, it's like a courtesy, like you, so it's just like, yeah, just being more patient with myself and giving myself that more, more love rather than being so critical and just mm -hmm. being like, oh, dang, you messed up. I used to, oh my gosh, like, I used to be so, 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 so freaking hard on myself. Like, it would be one little mistake. Like, I'm that person where it's just like, like, in the past, like, I would think about that thing that I did when I was, like, five years old. Like, oh, my gosh, I tripped in front of the whole class. Like, I can't believe this. Like, how did I even fall? Like, what was all my laces? Like, I'm like, oh, where though? Like, that, 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 yeah. that, that passed. Yeah. Like, oh, that's relatable. Like, girl. You know that joint, like you 36. I'm not 36, but like you're like, you're like, you don't grew up, chill. Like, but I used to be so critical. <laughs> I used to be so critical and like even down when it came, and it didn't help me musically. It didn't help me, you know, when it came to dance. It didn't help me with entertainment. It didn't help me yeah. with modeling. Like, cause you feel when you're critical, you feel like you gotta be perfect. And that like you're you're already perfect for you. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody always be talking about perfect. You're perfect for you. You know, like when they say flaws and all, like I don't look at these as flaws. I just look at it as me, this who I am right now, and I'm always gonna grow. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, but having that grace, giving yourself forgiveness for the things that you've done that may have set you off, or like for overthinking and just loving yourself. But when I say loving yourself, I really mean like loving yourself. Just like, Shh, yeah, I did that. It probably was dumb. But I live to fight another day. <laughs> <laughs> live to fight another day. Shit. Yes. That's the word right probably there. Probably stupid. Sorry. It probably was. You know what? It might have been dumb. But I'll be looking crazy. <laughs> but tomorrow, I ain't going to look dumb no more. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, it's so funny, too. Because I, yeah, I remember, like, I definitely, oh, I used to be crazy critical of myself. To a point, like, I remember having conversations with people and then walking away and being like, yo, why did I say that? Like, yo, why? And I'd be sitting there for hours, like, bro, everything I could have said, you said that. Like, oh, you you so dumb. Yeah, you that's just like, like, that's like the waiter telling you, enjoy your meal. You be like, you too. Oh, oh my God. And, <laughs> <laughs> uh, bro, that's, yeah, that's real. That's real. And you know what's crazy? You actually gave me the perfect transition of what I would like. I would be remiss if I didn't ask you this question, because you have a project about it. Your first project talks about it. I think life is about this. What is love to you? Because you talked about it in your last project. And as I was listening again, for all of those who know, you know me, I love, I love me R&B. I love me hip hop and I love love. And you, you was, you was doing the thing on them. So, Based on your experiences and like where you at in life right now, if somebody like walked up to you and was just like, "Yo, what is love?" How would you define it? Shoot, that's something I'm still learning too. But um, I feel like to put it into words, that like love is 
understanding who you are. Love is nurturing yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, not only nurturing yourself, but, you know, nurturing others. I feel like love is also having grace for people, mm-hmm. you know, and having grace for yourself. Love is just like, I feel like when, when you understand who you are and you care about you, like, that's when you understand, like, what love is. Like, I want to treat people like how I treat myself mm. because I love myself, you know? And that's basically what love is to me. But like I said, I'm still figuring it out. But like, love, sometimes to me, you can sit there and say so many things, but it's just like a different type of feeling. Like, I would say like, like I would say, when I uh, love, just like how I love my friends, like I've turned things around to uh, understand how to love them correctly. Mm. Like being able to compromise and, you know, learning their love language. Cause I treat my, my friendship just like how I treat my relationships, even though you know, your romantic relationships, like it's like basically the same thing, just without the, the extra affection and stuff like that. But it's just like, how you talk to them, like how you feel about them, how you care about them, like I said, how you give them grace, how you understand. Yeah, yeah, that's basically what it is. And like I said, it's still something, still something that I'm learning. Mm-hmm. So just like talking about it, I can talk about it, but it's like, I still, like, I, it's like weird because I'm on this fast. So like my mind is just like, oh yeah, I know this, but I'm still learning right now. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I think honestly, like that's the beauty of life too. It's just the fact that like we're always learning, we're always growing. And I think like some of the way, if you ask, if somebody asked me like what love was when I was like in high school versus now, I know the the answer leaps and bounds apart, right? But I think yes, we probably so much... but love for us probably was possessive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, it, it, yeah, it was that was a wild time. I'm trying. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> love is letting somebody be themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think uh, right now, the thing I'm on is, is, to your point, like love is freedom, right? Like when you love something, you love it not to control, but for it to be as free as possible. And I think a lot mm-hmm. of times what I'm seeing in a lot of relationships it's like this idea of like, I got to control. I got to have. I want you to do this. You have to act like this. You have to be like this. Where I feel like love is just a freeing energy, right? Like it's this thing. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to be who you are. You're supposed to be um, act how you want to. And it's right it's that lack of judgment. But also with that understanding of I still will hold you accountable, but not to a point of control. Mm-hmm. To a point of elevation. So it's, it's, it's just weird because I feel like Again, like as you said, like the more the older I get, the more I learn, the more I experience. It just keeps shifting and it like adds stuff, and then I'm unlearning stuff, and then I'm realizing. yes, like yes, yeah, it's wild. It's like, that's what I said. Like, yo, the journey really be like, I knew I know this, no, I don't, but now I know it, but it's different from what I thought I knew before. Yeah, yeah, okay. It's always like, well, we as people are forever growing, mm-hmm. you know, forever. Well, those who want to grow. Some people, I ain't gonna lie, and ran into them, and they're the same person. But, uh, <laughs> but we're we're always growing, so it's just like even ha- even with life, like you really, like I said, you really gotta have grace because yeah, it's sure. always going to be something that you're learning. Like we know what it is. Grace is like favor from God. 
mm-hmm. in spiritual terms because you know grace can mean so many different things but like gotta have grace for for your journey even when it comes down to love yeah absolutely yeah. what's the for you like where where do you see yourself becoming or who do you see yourself becoming or where do you see yourself as far as like musically um what is kind of like that the thing you're working towards and it can be like long-term short-term but um I hope this don't sound like crazy because I definitely have a plan where it's just like of course you want to be I want to be way more successful than than, than what I am I want to be able to you know be able to multiply to where mm-hmm. though I can I'm not only you know, delivering a message through music and stuff like that, but something to where though I'm speaking to, you know, um, that with that, I'm still learning too. Cause now I'm like, yo, whatever way I'm supposed to get through the door, I'm, I'm cool with God's plan, mm-hmm. you know, but of course, cause I can sit there and lay this whole plan out in which I have written down, but it can change. Yeah. You know, you never know how, how God is going to work. You know, God may tell you, yeah, you, you're going, you're going to be a famous singer. But it may be different than what you expect, you know? Mm-hmm. But it's just like, I, I do see myself more uh, successful. I do see myself traveling more. I do see myself speaking more. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, the cliche things with, of course, you. I want to win awards. I want to be able to donate to charities. I want to be able to real, put real, you know, humanitarian work in. Yeah. But um, I guess some, my plans... I'll be sitting here telling you all day the stuff that I have written down. So it's like really hard to just like pinpoint, you know, some people be like, yeah, I'll have a, a thriving business in, in five years and mm-hmm. about, about 10 years. And, you know, I'll, I'm, I'm going to have six businesses and I'm yeah. going to be a grand, Grammy winner and I'm going to have a school and, you know, all those things. But, you know, with this journey, just knowing that it could change any minute, who do I hold to those things? I'm still open to it being exceeding my expectation because I could sit here and say, you know, I'm a trainer too. I'm a personal trainer. So I'm like, oh yeah, personal trainer. And God could be like, oh yeah, you want to have a gym next next year. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I am. Ooh, okay. I got a gym now. And by that time I say, oh, I'm going to have two successful businesses in five years. I got, I got five, you know? So the, the main thing for me is to be, uh, ab- abundantly successful, mm. so bigger than what I am now, because I am expecting God to do exceedingly and abundantly above all I can think. <laughs> I love that. You know, honestly, like just based off like the con- few conversations I've had up with you, in my mind, like I not to put people in buckets, but sometimes I put people like in these buckets of like I meet people who they're more so like influencers and like in the sense of like influence they're really more aligned with just kind of like the fame the accolades the all that and above and then the other people to me are like these impactors and in my mind you're an impactor in so many different ways because it's like how you impact people how you impact your community how you impact the people around you goes back to like what you were saying as far as like healing as far as um giving people hope being a light for so many people and like mm-hmm. i there is no doubt this might sound like really corny but there's no doubt in my <laughs> mind like 
I feel like you would be the type of person who would like go on Oprah's show and you would talk uh, about your experiences and mm -hmm. how, like and then she would bring in like some of the people from your community of how you changed their lives and they oh, actually wow. went through it and like they showed like the whole kind of story that you didn't even know. Like in my mind, yeah. like, you're one of those people who like that would be crazy. Impacted so this is sticking into existence for me, you know. Oh, yeah, come on now. We, it's, 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 it's in the universe right now. But you yeah, definitely yeah. like one of those people who I feel like, yo, you impact so many. I could tell, like, just off the conversations we had, like, you impact so many different people that it's like, I could only imagine once you like the the more you level up, how many people you've impacted. You know what I mean? Like, right now, the number in my mind is crazy. So, like, as you level up, I'm excited to see that. You know what I mean? Just as as a fan, as a friend, I'm excited to see like all that you do. Come on, friend. For sure. Yeah. I'm excited to see it too. I would love to be able to help more people. And I'm just moving forward. That's it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So my, my last question for you, and this is my own curiosity, what advice would you give your younger self? Chill out. <laughs> Relax. You know, um, you're loved, you're cared for, and it's just really a thing of, like, stay true to who you are. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what you're doing, and you know what God told you. So carry that out. And I definitely would tell myself to relax. Because I overthought things and everybody has their traumas growing up and stuff like that. But it caused me to be really tense. It caused me to overthink. And I probably missed out on some blessings, you know, mm. just from being so closed off. I closed everything out. My best friend says, I'm so glad that you opened up now because I would not say a word. I could be going through something. I'd be like, I'm fine. You know, that little, that little, uh, picture where that dog is sitting in that house smiling but it's fire fine. all around it everything's fine i'm fine everything yep yep but my my optimism really would i really even though those things are going on like my optimism i'm like everything really is okay even though it's not like i'm gonna tell myself it is because we gonna get out of this but it just really i was closed off and that was because i wasn't relaxed and i would just tell my younger self definitely like i love you you're loved don't mm. worry about it you got it Relax. Just simple as that. Like you don't gotta be no long drawn out. Just like it's all it's all well. It's all well. And then my follow-up to that is always, then what do you think your younger self would tell you right now? I'm scared. <laughs> 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 but like no, but speaking to my younger self, the understanding that I had back then mm -hmm. was crazy. So I feel like my younger self definitely probably would be like, okay. Like that's all, all I need. All I needed was confirmation. Mm. That's all I needed as a kid was confirmation to do things the way that I'm doing them now. Like to, to be who I am now. It just was the confirmation to go ahead and just step out. Yeah. That was it. Like that encouragement. That's mm -hmm. what I kind of uh, missed as a kid. Like this, that you can do whatever, whatever it is you want to do, like you can do it. The mm -hmm. things that, those those visions that you have, 
you can do it. That's all I needed. So that's why I'm just like, but like my younger self would be like, bet. Because <laughs> I, I was determined, even fighting through all this stuff, I was like, dang, should I do this? Can I do this? Can I do this? Yeah. And I think my younger self would be like, bet. That's so dope. You're so dope. I just want to say thank you. Thank you so much for like giving me the opportunity um, to talk to you, hear a little bit about your story. Again, I'm a huge fan. I see nothing but greatness in your future. And I'm excited. And I'm excited for not just myself, but for everybody who listens, everybody who tunes in. And all the times I'm going to promote you and push you and tell everybody, go download, go listen. I'm excited for like all that you, all that you accomplish. Because um, you're, again, you're one of those people who, who's going to really make an impact. And you already are making an impact on this world. And I think, like, you deserve your flowers for sure. Oh, thank you. No, we locked in. We talked about this. Yeah. Already. Sure. You are, I got to get your, um, your gram and stuff, too. Yeah. Speaking of that, make sure you plug yourself. Uh, give the people the, your gram, your, where to follow you, where to download your music. Give them the, uh, the artist. Everything. Because you know you got to keep it simple for the people. Everything is Just Frenchie. J-U-S-T-F-R-E-N-C-H-I-A. Just Frenchie with an I-E because Y's are boring. But that's where you can find me on all digital retailers such as Spotify, Tidal, Pick Your Poison. Whatever it is, Just Frenchie. That's simple as that. Gotcha. Find me. Everybody, thank you for listening. I hope y'all have a great rest of your day, your night, your evening, your morning, whatever time you listen to this. Have a great day and peace and love, everyone.